If you have your Bibles, <clears throat> turn with me to uh, John chapter 12. Uh, we're going to be reading in John chapter 12, and we're going to start. We're going to read verse 32. It says, "And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me." This is Jesus speaking. If I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Let's just pray and ask God to bless this word today. Father, we just come to you once again. Lord, I thank you for these testimonies we've heard. I thank you, Lord, that this word we've just read, Lord, is so true to even today. And Father, I ask that you bless these next few minutes. Let your word go forth. Your word says that it will not return void. And we believe that this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, you know, when Jesus spoke this, he was, in some sense, speaking literally about his death, resurrection, and ascension into heaven. He said if he was lifted up, that he would draw all men into him. And what he was talking about was when the Holy Spirit came, that the Holy Spirit would draw everyone to Jesus. You know, but we can apply this. To in another way that is not uh, literally speaking about Jesus' death and resurrection. But we can apply this in our life today if we lift up Jesus' name. If we lift Him up in the presence of other people, the Holy Spirit will do the drawing. Now, this is important because a lot of times we try to do that drawing on our own. A lot of times we try to take that position where... We feel like it's up to us to say something in a certain way or say things, kind of twist somebody's arm into coming to church, but it's not our responsibility. Now, I'm not trying to discourage you. In fact, I'm trying to encourage you today. What I want you to know is that you can take some of that responsibility that you've tried to carry and let God handle it because it's not your place to do the drawing. He says, all you got to do is lift me up, and I will do the drawing. One thing that I thought was important about this is that we don't have to change the way we preach, the way we sing. We don't have to change the way we have church to accommodate the next generation. We don't have to compromise our values and the things we believe, the things that the Word tells us to make it more palatable for somebody. Now the reason why I say that is because Jesus said, just lift me up. If we just preach Jesus in everything we do, if we preach Jesus in our lives and and in our conversations with other people, and in the way we have church, and in the way we, we deal with people on a daily basis. He said, if you lift me up, I will draw them to me. He didn't say, you have to make it attractive for people to come. He didn't say, you've got to come up with all these different uh, events for people to be attracted to come to church. He said, if you lift up my name, if you lift me up above everything else, if you lift me up when nobody else is, I will do the drawing. Now somebody lift up the name of Jesus this morning. I want you all to know that... that <laughs> That we, we can't just sit around and expect things to happen. We've got to do some lifting up. 
We've got to get up when we're tired. We've got to stand up when we're not wanting to stand up. We've got to remember that it's Jesus that we're all about. The reason why we're here, the reason why we are Christians is because He paid a price for us. The reason why we are who we are is so that we can reach other people. Somebody give me an amen, please. When was the last time you lifted up Jesus to someone that doesn't know Him? You know, it's easy to talk about Jesus to fellow believers. I've got a friend at work, and and we'll, we'll spend sometimes 30 minutes, probably when I ought to be working, but we'll spend this time talking about the things of God, talking about the Word. And that's all good. It's encouraging. But when was the last time you talked to somebody that's not a believer? about Jesus. You know, that ain't nearly as easy. Sometimes we get this, uh, I don't know if scared is the right word, but sometimes we're almost kind of afraid to let anybody know that we're a Christian. Because we know when they find out we're a Christian, they're going to hold us immediately to a higher standard. Y'all think about that now. As soon as somebody finds out you're a Christian, whether they are a Christian or not, they're going to hold you to a higher standard. So a lot of times we we don't want to we want to be kind of a secret agent Christian. We want to be undercover, working in the background where nobody knows about us, because we don't ever want to have to answer for what we've done wrong. We don't want to we don't want to get to that point where. Somebody might make us explain what we believe because we're not sure of it ourselves. <clears throat> you know, I heard a preacher say one time that you got to have a knowing in your knower. It means you've got to just know that you know that you know that you know what you believe. You've got to thoroughly understand. Why is it that I'm saved? Why is it that, that Jesus did what He did? Why is that important to me? Why was it such a big deal that Jesus died on the cross? If you can't answer them questions, you better find out. If you want to be effective, if you want to be the kind of person that is lifting up the name of Jesus, you've got to know the answers to those questions. If you can't answer them to yourself, you can't answer them to somebody else. Another reason I thought of we might not lift up Jesus to non-believers so much is sometimes we might be ashamed. I hope that's not the case with you. I'm not going to make you turn, but I'm going to read you another verse. Mark chapter 8, verse 38 says, Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Now listen, I want you to notice what he compared there. He said, if you're ashamed of me, in comparison to this adulterous and sinful generation, I'm going to be ashamed of you. Now, you, you just compared the Son of God, your Lord and Master, your Savior, the one true God, to 
people that are sinful, people that, and you're going to be ashamed of, of God in the presence of those people. That's something you need to work out with fear and trembling, as the Bible says. You need to, you need to figure out, if, look, if I ain't lifting up Jesus in their presence, I ain't going to lift up Jesus anywhere else. If I'm ashamed of Him there, I'm going to be ashamed of Him everywhere. The, the presence of God in your life ought to be something that you're not ashamed of, but you're proud of. Let me tell you, I'm not one to go around and just beating people over the head all the time with my Christianity, but there is a time when you've got to stand up and say something about what you believe. When there's all kinds of nonsense going on in your presence, all kinds of things that are contradictory to the Word of God, and you just sit there and, and, and don't do anything. That is the same. That is equivalent to being ashamed of God. That's a, that's, you're being ashamed of what His Word says when everything going on around you just flies in the face of Christianity. You've got to be willing to stand up and take a stand. You know, last week we talked about having boldness. When you have boldness as a Christian, you know who you are in Christ. You don't have to be ashamed because I know who I am. I know I am a child of God. I know there is an inheritance waiting on me. Just like that song we said, there's a mansion over the hilltop. I ain't worried about what I got right now. But when I, I know when I get to the other side, I know what's waiting on me. And I'm not ashamed of that because I know where I am. I know who I am in Christ. I'm not afraid to lift up His name in the presence of some sinner. Because what's going to happen when I lift up His name? He's going to draw them to Him. Let me tell you, there's going to be one of two things happen when you mention the name of Jesus. Either somebody's going to rejoice or they're going to run the other way. There is no middle ground. There's either going to be acceptance or rejection. Sometimes you just got to draw a line. You know, back in the old days, they used to draw a line in the sand and say, if you're with me, cross the line. If you're not, you stay over there. Sometimes you've got to draw a line and say, look, this is what I believe. Now, you're either with me or you're not, but I'm not going to sit here and not say anything and be thought of being on your side. You know, you ever heard the saying, silence is consent? That speaks volumes about what you believe. If you sit in the presence of something that's wrong and you don't do anything, you just consented to what they're telling somebody else. Last thing I want is for my Savior to be ashamed of me. So who are you trying to impress more? Who do you want to be proud of you? You want your Savior to be proud of it, or do you want some sinner? Somebody in this adulterous generation, as Jesus compared them. We need to be looking for opportunities to lift up the name of Jesus. You know, this, I, listen, I, like always, this, I have the same problems you guys have. Uh, not until recently have I been trying to train myself to look for opportunities to present Jesus to somebody. And 
until recently, I've been the same way. I've just kind of sat back and let things go. Now, if it was somebody come and ask me a question, I'd be more than happy to say something to them. But when you begin to look for opportunities, they're there. The opportunities are always around. It's just a matter of are you looking for them or not. They may be slapping you in the face and you're ignoring them. But the opportunity to lift up the name of Jesus can be there at any time. This guy I was telling you about that I talk with all the time. You know, there was a time when he wasn't living the life he should. And after he kind of straightened himself out and we'd been talking for a while, he told me one day, he said, I just want you to know that my friendship with you means a lot. I want you to know that you've had a profound influence on my life. And I never dreamed it. I I would have never guessed that I had had such an impact on Him. But because I was not ashamed to lift up the name of Jesus in His presence, because I wasn't worried about peer pressure, I wasn't worried about what He thought of me as a Christian, I would go ahead and talk. I would tell Him about how God had blessed me. I would tell Him how God was moving in my life. I would tell Him how God had done things for me and my family and friends. And that influenced Him. That gave a greater desire in His heart to, to be closer to God. You don't ever know how you are influencing somebody. You don't know what kind of impact your life may have on somebody just because you took the time to lift up the name of Jesus. Just because you were looking for that opportunity to lift up the name of Jesus. There's opportunities every day. You can do one of two things. You can choose to let them pass on by because you're lazy and don't want to do anything like I've been a long time. Or you can choose to be watching for those opportunities to to lift up Jesus' name. Listen, it don't hurt you any. It doesn't hurt you one bit. If somebody tries to give you a hard time because you're a Christian, you just think about that comparison. Who do I care about impressing? I don't care if everybody at my workplace is ashamed of me because I'm a Christian. I know my Lord and Master, my Savior, Jesus Christ, is not going to be ashamed of me. Let me tell you, there's going to come a day when every knee will bow. Every tongue will will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. On that day, there may be some broken knees. I don't know. They may have to do something to bend those legs and make them bow. But let me tell you, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I'm not going to be one of the ones that have to be forced to the ground. I'm going to be proudly proclaiming that Jesus Christ is Lord because He's not going to be ashamed of me. I'm not going to be ashamed of Him in this life. You know, sometimes we try to take the easy road. You ever heard somebody say, or have you ever said yourself, well, people can see Jesus in the way I live my life. I'm not trying to tell you all that's bad. That's the way people ought to see Jesus. They ought to see you living a life that is evidence of Jesus being in you. 
But don't don't use that as an excuse. You can't let that be the only way that Jesus is lifted up in your life. Let me tell you, there are some people that need to be told. There's some people that ain't watching for the way you live. There's some people that could care less about the way you live your life. Sometimes you just got to speak to them. Sometimes you've got to do some verbal lifting up of the name of Jesus. Don't use that as a cop-out. Be ready to give a testimony to somebody about what God has done. You know, I told you all this a while back. I started writing down every time I saw a blessing in my life. You know, that's not just for me. But I tend to forget things pretty quick. And it's not necessarily the big things I forget, but it's all those little details and the way God orchestrates all this stuff to move in your life. I forget that stuff so quickly. It it just doesn't seem to stick with me. But when you write it down and you go back and look over it, and you begin to see all the things God has done, all the ways God has blessed you. And trust me, there's, there's, you know as well as I do, there's plenty of them you didn't write down. There's, there's so many th- ways that God has blessed me, I couldn't even begin. If He never blessed me again, from the now through the end of eternity, I couldn't name them all. But when you, when you know how God has blessed you, and you share that with somebody, it just don't hardly get no better than that. You can tell people all day long what the Bible says, but until they see it in practical application, until they see it at work in somebody's life, I, I mean, they just they won't pay any attention to it. It, it. Okay, yeah, that all sounds good in theory, but I want to see it happen. I want to see God move. You know, I've, I've heard people say before, well, you can't see God. And I've heard people use the example of, well, you can't see the wind, but you can see it, uh, how it affects things. You can see trees blowing. And, you know, the same way with God, you can see God work in your life. But, you know, some, some of those things only you can see. And if you don't share them with somebody, if you don't tell them, that blessing doesn't mean as much. Part of that blessing is being able to tell somebody how wonderful God is. Lift up the name of Jesus in your life. Lift Him up every day. Don't be afraid to lift up His name.